There are no such things as limits or obstacles, only opportunities. Step into the greatest version of yourself because what you do matters. Shift your narrative. You're listening to Opportunity Makers, where entrepreneurs come to take their purpose-driven business to the next level. Here's your host, Jim Padilla. Hey friends, so good to see you back here on another episode of the Opportunity Makers podcast. We are just blasting off. We had an awesome, amazing launch and more episodes coming. And I'm just super excited on the interviews and the conversations I'm having with people who are doing great things in the world. And everybody that we're bringing to you has got a a different perspective, but so many things similar. And I just want to always inspire you with encouragement, with hope, with the reality that business is happening every day. Like, do you realize that literally, at least just in America alone, trillions of dollars were transacted? We're in a, an economy where prices are through the roof, inflation's got whatever it's going, and everybody's running for cover and not cons- and not clear on what next steps are and worried that money isn't happening. Money is happening. Money's always happening. We just have to make sure we understand the value of money and what we're doing with the things we're doing and so that we're investing in things that are going to generate more resources for us, right? You want to make sure that all the things you're purchasing, all the things you invest in are enhancing your life right now. This is the time to be very, I don't want you to be um, conservative in your spending. I want you to be, feel free to go on offense in your opportunities and things, but just make sure you invest in things that are going to generate more revenue, buy assets, buy buy things that are going to generate better health, better wealth, right? More time, uh, more opportunity for you and your ability to impact other people. And my interview today, my guest is Simon Severino, and he's um, with a strategy sprints. And he's, he's somebody who's been in the entrepreneur space for a while, and he's transitioned uh, his business into some different areas. Uh, and now he's also in a place where he's investing, like like many of us, right? We're growing our business networks and acquiring companies and doing things because we've, we, not that we've mastered entrepreneurship, but we're, we've gotten very good at entrepreneurship. And so now we're letting our businesses become assets that are creating more opportunities to grow wealth, to grow visibility, to increase purpose and impact, to help more people, right? And uh, that's, uh, I want, I would just want you to see that that's happening all the time. This is not a matter of, oh, well, these people have made a bunch of money or we've done all this stuff. It's we see things differently. We, we move through worlds in a way that says every opportunity is worth exploring. And then you decide, is this one to take advantage of or not? But you got to lean in, you got to have your mind open, your eyes open, your ears open to start seeing all the ways that you can impact people in your world and, uh, and then start creating habits and mindsets that support you moving through life in that way, right? So it's just the small decisions that we determine what's the small decision that you make every day that you will look for an opportunity that you will educate yourself that you will engage your family that you will seek purpose that you will find ways to be useful and valuable to people and guess what the money always follows okay so focus don't focus on what you don't have focus on what you do have be grateful for what you do have and then be impactful to people who don't have and go make it happen so I'm really excited about the uh, this uh, this conversation, and I think you're going to enjoy the interview. It's very simple and concept in nature. There's no rocket science in here, just simplicity of excellence being done in the world. And 
just want to see what you can do to take advantage of that opportunity to replicate that perspective in your life and start seizing the opportunities that are in your world. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Let people know that we're here. Appreciate you as always. Love you. Thank you for taking your time to be here because you could literally be anywhere else. So enjoy the interview. We'll see you on the next one. Excellent. Here we go, guys. Got another amazing interview for you. We just heard the official formal intro through the bio and all that. Simon, why don't you just talk in your own words and, and tell people who's Simon and how you got here? Hey, Jim. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. Who's Simon? I live in Vienna. I have three kids and I did fall in love with one topic 21 years ago. And the topic is go to market. I am fascinated by this huge question. How can I enter a, a market, stay in the market, crush it in the market and not having anybody get me out of that market for a while? Um, because it's so many questions, like it's emotionally challenging. It's asking you to step up into something bigger. It's emotionally challenging because you don't know. Nobody knows. Like I'm sitting down with these teams and we just don't know. When we start, we don't know. But we decide to step into it, right? To take on this, to hold that space for that win in that market without knowing how to do it. And then the next thing is it's psychology, it's sociology. There is a numeric component. So it's spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets and I love psychology. And those things come together and it's fascinating. And I love marketing and sales and creativity. So it, it's multifaceted. It's one simple question. How do we crush it in the market from a market share perspective? So in the end, it's winning in the market. Uh, very simple question, but it's so unknown and we have to explore it together, not give up together, stay aligned together, keep agreements together. And that journey I found fascinating. Yeah. Who doesn't want to crush it in the marketplace, right? Uh, you know, we, and, and it's, it, it can be a seasonal thing. It can be, you know, everybody isn't winning all the time. Um, however, there are certain people who tend to crush it in the market more often than others. And what are the, what are the trends? What are the things that the common themes you see in the people who tend to come out on that side of the equation? Yeah. As you say, winning is different for everybody. So what is winning? All right. So, uh, everybody has to define what winning is for them. I like to to have a definition. I think the biggest difference is, do you have a definition or not? Because when you have one, you have clarity for yourself. And that clarity helps you stay sane, stay oriented, stay in the game, keep showing up. Independently of the weather and of the circumstances and of the market conditions, you will show up because you have clarity. So I think clarity is the most important thing to have. And, and the purpose, a why, right? So I always want to have clarity, meaning that my team and I, we always ask each other and challenge each other, what's the game we're playing? Why are we playing it? How do we keep score? How do I know if I am marketing, how do I know that I'm winning this week? If I'm sales, how do I know that I'm winning this week? Where well, sales is easy. Uh, operations. If I'm operations, how do I know that I'm winning this week? So this right. is how do we keep score. And that became one of our core 
habits, we have three habits, daily habit, weekly habit, monthly habit, because 95% is not in our control. So what are the few controllables that are actually in our control? We want to we wanna really control them. And that's daily habit, how I allocate my time, and of those things, which task will I delegate tomorrow? That's my daily habit. Weekly habit. What did we do this week? And where did we win? There is one marketing number that we track every seven days, one sales number, and one ops number. And that number we pick based on what will tell us if we are winning or not. And now our definition of winning is winning against our team last week. So we win if we are one basis point percent better than last week. So 0.1% better than last week in marketing in that number. Let's say it's number of new subscribers per week. Right. Based on the downloads of a lead magnet on the website. If a team picks that, for us, the definition is if it was 50 downloads this week, next week, we want it to be more than 50. So if it's 52, we won. If it's 55, we won. If it's 49, we did not win. Yeah. And, and the important thing is not so much the number. The important thing is that you know what the score is. And so it gives you immediate positive feedback when it works. And it's green when it's winning. And it becomes red, literally. It turns red if it's not at least a couple basis points above last week. And you know, the, the psychology of, of humans is we don't like to see it red. And we get a kick by seeing it green, 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 and having an unbroken uh, streak. We like that. And then the monthly habit is what else can our clients do? What does it mean for us? Do we need to change anything in our offer? What are the two features where we are winning against our competitors, the two where we are losing? How much can we cut from the two features where we're losing and reinvest them in the next month into the two features where we are winning? Because we're already winning and we want to crush it. So back to the beginning, how do you stay in the market by continuously focusing and reinvesting from where you are not winning into the features where you are currently winning. And this is how you stay in competitive advantage because competitive advantage just means being two meters in front of your competitors. Two meters is enough. You don't need 200 meters. Two meters is enough. As soon as every week you are two meters in front of your competitors from the perspective of your clients, you have a good strategic position. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's funny because uh, like, you know, we're as a, as an outsourced sales agency, which is one of our main lanes. Um, 10 years ago when we started this, it wasn't very competitive because there wasn't many people doing it. And now there's a lot of people doing it and it could look like, wow, this is getting scary, but it's also more justification that this, what we do is in demand, right? It's a viable service and needed. So now we just need to really be, we're always focusing on how do we position ourselves differently and what, what is the specific result we can get to stay two meters ahead. And, and in in demand, right? So that's great stuff. Um, what do you, you know, 
everybody that I'm I talk to, especially on this podcast, uh, we talk about the opportunities that are literally everywhere. Somebody like you, you, you know, you, we tend to see the cup half full all the time versus all the problems. We look at what are the opportunities that exist in those problems so we can be relevant and useful in a, in a purpose. But there are people who just get stuck. You know, it's so easy to, to launch into all of the things that aren't working. What's, what is your perspective? How, how do you, what's your mindset and how do you train yourself and, and your team to, to stay focused on the right opportunities? Mindset is the right word because more and more I realize that mindset is the key differentiator. And also what makes the difference if that we don't give up too early, we don't burn out as entrepreneurs and, and we stay long enough in the game so that we can have long-term wins. I see every week as a new life that I get. So every Monday to me, it's clean new start. And this I am learning as a beginner investor. Uh, I'm, I'm experienced as an entrepreneur and as a business growth expert, but I'm a very beginner investor. I started like three, four years ago, um, devoting half of my day to, to investments and portfolio management. So I'm a beginner. Um, and what I'm learning there is that it's a process and that some and that many times you take a wrong decision. So let's say you invest in, I don't know, Tesla, but then team, team at Tesla makes some mistakes, goes down. Now it's a mindset thing. Because you did your fundamental analysis, you did your technical analysis. But now the market is doing something else. What do you do? So you, now it's a mindset game. There is a sunken cost fallacy. I have invested in them. And so I will stay in them. Yeah. The next thing is you look at trend and you say, well, we were in a bear market for 11 months. Yeah, but look at the last three weeks. Oh, but we are in a bear market. Uh, really? So there is sentiment. There is your trauma of the last 11 months. Meanwhile, the market is going up. Now it's a mindset thing. If you stay your lane, this is what I'm learning. Staying my lane, staying with my fundamental analysis, and still keep deciding at the same time looking at emotions and sentiment and trying to not be driven by that. So basically cutting through the emotions of the market, sentiments, headlines. I don't read headlines anymore. Yeah. If you would, if last week, I don't know when this is going to air, but if last week you were reading headlines, you would, you would have sold all your stocks and just be hoarding gold and silver in your, in your basement, like in the middle ages, because they thought everything is crashing. When the reality is, if you would have put $100,000 in NVIDIA, uh, now you would have uh, $130,000. That's the reality of the market. But the sentiment was completely opposite. And everybody was talking about the headlines, and the headlines were just about the debt ceiling, raising the debt ceiling or not. So... I'm, I'm learning that when we take decisions, mindset is the most important thing. And every Monday to me, I, re, I start anew. So maybe last week, my cold email system wasn't working. 
Now on Monday, I decide again, will we either improve our cold email system or we will just do cold calling and cut it. And every Monday I get to decide again, independently of how much we have invested already. My team might, might say, but it's six months that we're optimizing it. Why should we quit now? That sunken cost fallacy. So we go back, what's the right thing to do? And stick to our process, whatever the process is in investments is, fundamental analysis, technical analysis, goal or no goal, buy or sell. In, in business, to me, it's our process, which is described in the book, the marketing processes, sales processes, operations processes, mindset processes, positioning processes. Um, back to basics, independently of the dramas that are out there, because the out there is always dramatic. Yeah. Uh, so what what's the talk a little bit more about the book, because it sounds like you're, this is a really this is the conversation that you're diving into, right? I mean, at, at the end of it, all the other stuff is tactical and decisions to make. But at the, you know, at the core, it's like your mindset always has to be in the right place, no matter what. I, I, I believe that there's an inner game component to literally everything we do. If you go to the gym, there's an inner game component. Whether you go, I used to go at times and I remember I spent 30 minutes in the parking lot trying to talk myself into going because I wanted to leave. <laughs> and then I finally got up and went. But my whole perspective was I'm not leaving until I work out. So uh, even though I didn't feel like it, right? everything we do has an inner game component. How, what, what is your, do you have like a philosophy that you operate from in your inner game? Not sure if it qualifies as a philosophy. I have a practice and, and habits. I have daily habits, weekly habits, monthly habits also there. Um, my daily habit is that the first two hours of my day are me time. They are only mine. I have three small kids. So the moment they wake up, I serve them, obviously. So if I want to have me time, it's the first two hours of my day. And so I wake two hours before three little kids wake up. That's my me time. And similar to you, doesn't matter. I don't check the weather app. It doesn't matter how I feel. It's 5 a.m. I go running. That's it. And, and when I come back after one hour of running, uh, I have cared for, for myself. I have filled my batteries first. And what I've learned is not to have a guilt feeling, but to, to reframe it. And you know what's funny? I used to run just twice a week in the morning, and I felt a huge guilt feeling. And my kids were like, where are you going, Papa? And now that I run every day, nobody says, where are you going, Papa? Because they know, oh, it's fine. Papa is running. And I, the same thing Saturday and Sunday. It's just five years unbroken because it's it's just like brushing my teeth. It's just happening. Nobody has to discuss and negotiate. So what happens there is that I reframed it. Uh, and now I feel confident when I tell somebody. I have zero guilt feelings. And when people tell me, oh, but in, yeah, in the morning you do this? I say, yes. And it's not just that it's not a disservice to, to my family, it's a service to my family because I am showing the values. The values are health and movement and being in nature first thing in the morning and taking care of your own energy and batteries because only then you can serve others the rest of the day.
Yeah. Amen to that. Uh, Cause then what you, you know, you're a, a big habits person, which means then your habits become your character and your cares becomes your identity, right? That's what people know you to be. So now you're known as the guy who's taking care of himself for his family, right? Because that's become, that was the habit you put in place. And now that's become your identity that nobody else wants to interrupt. Right. So that's great. And now it, back to business, this has implications because three hours later, I'm in Zooms and I'm asked stuff. Hey, Simon, should we do this or that? Oh my God, in China, we have three, three situations coming up. One is a litigation. Another one sends the product back. Another one is unhappy with the shipment. What should we do, Simon? And in that moment, I have to take decisions. Usually not enough information to do that. And so what, what's now important is, first, my energy level. Because if my energy level is high, I can be present. Right. And second, the confidence in taking decisions. Because many times we have to take decisions as, as, as business owners that are very uncomfortable, that will maybe doing the right thing means losing money for a while. And many times I have to take decisions where I say, this is the right thing to do. And I know that for a while we will have re less revenue, less profits there, but this is the right thing to do. And in that moment, there is the Simon from three hours ago that says, you can do it, Simon. You will endure you have the endurance and you know it because you, you were just running independently of the weather. You were running in the dark and in the cold three hours ago. So you can endure six months of bad revenues. And so this is important because as you say, behavior starts shaping your identity. And now uh, when I question myself, hmm, can we endure that? Will I endure that decision? I know, yes, I am capable of running in the dark, running in the cold. I will endure a low revenue situation if we have to. Yeah, amen. Amen. Uh, so what what before I, I want to give you a chance to talk about the book um, and, and what you, you know, what are you what you're promoting right now and the shifts? Because you know, I know you were you you've shifted a, a bit of your business in the last couple of years as a focus. And so tell people what your specific, what is your main focus right now? Where are you, where are you leading your, your clients and in, in, in the marketplace? Yes. So 21 years that we help with market, uh, entering markets and crushing it in the market. So mainly sales and marketing processes. What changed over the last months is we only had a one-to-one -one work where we pick a few people per month and we we work 24-7. We, we really immerse ourselves, become part of their team, and we implement the sales processes, the marketing processes, the client onboarding processes um, that we found uh, working on a repeatable basis. What happened now is over the last months, the cash flow situation of people is really tight. Some of them have their, their bank go belly up. And so we wanted to honor this situation. And we have now also added a group format, which makes it much more affordable for, for people who, who want to sprint but couldn't afford a one-to-one -one sprint coach. So we have now small groups 
that have a weekly coaching and still have access to all our tools. Um, but with those weekly coachings, now we can honor the situation in which many of us are in, which is cash crunch, cash flow, um, um, tightening. And, and this way we can serve right now um, many more people. And that makes us happy because when you have your cash flow in order and when you have your pipeline, as you know, the number one risk is having a full pipeline. And the number two risk is burning out. And they are related because when your pipeline is not slightly fuller than you need, you are under stress. You are under stress. Day and night, you are under stress. But if pipeline is full, you are at peace. You can say yes and no to clients, to projects. And now that's the good state to be in and to enjoy your business growing and to take the right decisions and to hire and to delegate, etc. So what I'm passionate uh, about now is uh, forming these small groups and um, leading those small groups and, and learning how, how to be there for them, what they need right now, organizing external speakers that come and bring the, the knowledge um, from the outside, having the knowledge from the inside. And it's a wonderful community that's, that I'm learning to, to, to curate and, and to, to be present for. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And and it is, it's important to be able to accommodate the needs of the market because, you know, it's a lot of people are, I'm not a person who teaches to uh, compromise on price. It's like, don't, it's not, a, you know, when you compete on price, it's typically a race to the bottom, but there's also the reality of what's going on in the world. And some people just, even if they can afford to spend more, sometimes wisdom says don't. And so if you can only charge premium, then you're going to, you're just going to bypass opportunities to really serve people and help people. So you have to find other ways to make adjustments. You know, we, we, we've seen that more touch, more time and more incentive is what people need. So just be patient with people. If they were going to make a decision in the moment, maybe they take a little bit longer. Maybe you have to talk to somebody three times, or maybe they have to make an offer five or seven times before they buy, just because they're dealing with the realities of life. So find other ways to make it easier for them to say yes to you and be able to support them. And I love the strategy sprints, right? Because you can, you sprint for a season and then you measure, take your feedback, what worked, what didn't, and then you can do another sprint, right? But you can't sprint forever. So I love what you're doing. Um, how, how do people get a hold of you and find out more? We hang out at strategiesprints.com. Uh, there is a book, uh, called Strategy Sprints on Amazon, which is the cookbook for how to do marketing, how to do sales, how to do client onboarding and hiring. Um, it's getting translated right now in Chinese. Wow. And I share my, my weekly mistakes and my learning in, in scaling my own businesses uh, on a YouTube channel called Simon Severino, where once a week I say, all right, guys, I tried this, this went wrong, this is what I learned, this, this is how you can... Uh, get there faster. And I usually share a checklist, a template, something that can help others um, go ahead faster. Um, yeah, strategiesprints.com. Awesome. So uh, all of Simon's uh, contact info will be in the show notes. So make sure you go there, reach out, find out more about the strategy sprints, definitely get the book and see how you can embed this philosophy, this, this way of thinking and way of being into your business. Um, and, you know, it, to me, I, we, we've adopted a lot of 
um, concepts from the 12 week year, if you haven't read that book. And it's, it's really about accomplishing in a year or in a quarter, what most people do in a year is just being strategic, putting right actions into the right places. And, uh, and there's just, there's a, a different way to move through life instead of the way that most people do. And it's not rocket science. It's just a matter of discipline and new habits and finding ways to, to move through the world differently and more effectively. So uh, I appreciate you being here and uh, really good to be able to get to know a little bit more about you and, uh, and introduce you to the Opportunity Makers community. So uh, any last words of wisdom for people to uh, be more excited and, and hopeful for what's coming? Well, thank you, Jim, for doing this, for showing up with consistency and holding this pace for your community. Definitely, definitely. All right, guys, uh, there's another awesome episode. Great information, simple. The truth is the simplest stuff to deliver. When we get all creative and crazy, that's when stuff gets gets a little bit out of line and it's hard to remember. The truth is simple. Good habits, good processes, good strategies, powerful mindset, game-changing stuff. And uh, you heard it here. So make sure you're, you're rewind, go in, rate, review, subscribe. Let people know that uh, we're here. Let us know that you're listening. Please let us know what you're thinking about the episodes. Please reach out to Simon and let him know that you came from the Opportunity Makers podcast. Go out and change the game for people. Make a lot of money, change a lot of lives, and let's change the world together. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Opportunity Makers. If you've heard something that connected with you, please share this episode with a friend or colleague. And don't forget to go to Apple to leave a review. Head on over to GainTheEdgeNow.com to connect with Jim and his team. And remember, there's no such thing as limits or obstacles. Only opportunities.